Hey there. <laughs> Technology is so fun. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Arts for the Health of Ed. I'm Richard Wilmore. And I'm Catherine Partisini. Uh, Catherine, it's Book Lovers Day today. Oh. Did you know that? No. You always know these things and I don't. I, well, there's a little website that I use and love all the time. I think it's called nationaltoday.com. They're not a sponsor, but you should always go on there. And they just have fun things that you can celebrate every day. And today mm-hmm. it's National Book Lovers Day. And it's National Health Center Week. Oh, okay. So I felt like that might be relevant to to what's happening in here at Arts it's for the Health of It. So uh, thank you to all of our health partners that uh bring us on board at hearts need art and uh also um the ones that will once they watch this (laughs) podcast and realize how much fun we're having on it um catherine do you have have a a, yeah oh do you have a joy card today i do have a joy card today and it's relevant to what my day was when i looked at it so that was pretty fun Okay, um, good. it's the third week here in the series of joy cards. Here are the joy cards that you can go on Amazon or joy cards. And it's like a box set. If you haven't seen these set. before, you need to, before you all need of, to look them up. All yeah. of them are custom designed with mm-hmm. artwork. Here you go. And then it comes with a guidebook for every day. And every day it gives you a little artistic thing to do to bring you joy. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the joy guidebook and then it tells you more about what to do. But today is tune in to tune to turn off unplug from technology as we're plugged mm-hmm. into like 19 different things on this podcast we have right like now. five That's cameras fine. yeah after this we're gonna unplug <laughs> it's to improve relationships be present turn off technology for 15 minutes a day during meal times or before sleep so how will you unplug today Catherine? Hmm. i think setting like after a certain time at night like mm. no more no more technology because I'm, I'm definitely in the habit of like scrolling at night and that's, that's not going to help me fall asleep. <laughs> it's not supposed to, or you're not, and you're not supposed to pick up your phone right away in the morning either is what I've read. Right. Yes. My, um, do you think that's doable? Do you think you'll be able to do that? It is doable. It's just, it's just doing it. Just yeah. doing it. Mm-hmm. My turn off technology today was when the internet wasn't working and I was forced to. It was mandatory. Yes, it was mandatory. Like mid Slack message, it just went out. And then we had to like call. And so I just sat there and I meditated and I was like, all right, I'm going to take advantage of this. Nice. So that's what, that's what I did. So you've already done it today. I did it today. So stop yelling at me to turn off my technology. (laughs) Um, Tomorrow might be a different story. I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? Tomorrow, you should not turn off your technology and listen to the podcast. Yes, because it releases officially. Yes, if you're watching this live. Catherine, we have a gala coming up at Hearts Need Art. We do. It's a just basically a month away. A month away. September 15th, Night of a Thousand Hearts. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. There's interactive music, painting, poetry, plus auctions live and silent we're doing group projects there's free caricatures there's patient artwork there are performances Mm -hmm. you can dress up however you want as long as it has hearts in it you can wear pajama pants you can wear a ball gown whatever you want also there's food drink and uh those four wonderful beautiful people on that screen sensiri hannah jeff and then that other guy will be there (laughs) throughout the evening 
Tickets are available. So if you're in the San Antonio area, make sure you go to heartsneedart.org and join us to see really what it's like to uh, receive arts in healthcare. Yeah. Um, and tickets are like seats are filling up. So if you're waiting and waiting, I wouldn't wait much longer because yes. it is filling up. Um, Spoiler alert. If you're watching it this week, there might be a coupon code coming out on Friday that you could get a cheaper ticket. So just wait for that if you want to. Um, Friday's an important day. It's a it's a big day. So pay attention to our <laughs> social media on Friday. Um, yeah, it's going to be really fun and very. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's an open bar, so so just show up. Yes. Yeah. If there's no other reason to come, that would be it. Uh, we do have a really, really fun guest today, Brooke McKinney from um, Art with a Heart, who I met. You've known her. You've known of Art with a Heart for longer. Yes, that's where I was first exposed to arts and healthcare a long time ago. How did you find them? I had a professor in college who had a partnership with Art with a Heart. Um, and so I was able to do an internship through um, through University of North Florida. So it. it was because of a teacher that believed in arts and health that oh. <laughs> you got to have that people. experience. Yes. Yeah. I met Brooke a couple of years ago at a, a National Organization of Arts and Health conference, I guess it was. Um, and everybody would get us confused because art with a heart hearts need art and so they were like back and forth uh and no one knew who we were but um i'm glad that we have kept in touch and she's here today to help us we're gonna heart tangle with brooke today because <laughs> it, it's not doodling because that sounds not as much fun and it's certainly not zentangle no. so we are heart tangling today and i would like to bring brooke out oh, and start too. the show if we're ready Yes. Are we let's, ready? Let's do it. All right. Come along with me and I know you'll see that a song changes everything. Hi, Brooke. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you guys? I'm We're happy you're here. Yes. I'm very excited to be here. I always like to start out with asking where you're from, because we've interviewed people from all over the world. So let's put a location to where you are. I'm a Florida girl, born and raised, uh, grew up in Pensacola, and I have been living in Jacksonville for the past uh, 11 years. So mm -hmm. Florida through and through. Yes. <laughs> I loved when we met in, in Gainesville was where we met. And I was like, I could live here. I loved Florida. My brother lives in Florida now. I don't know. I'm just saying I love Florida. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. It's a good time. We had fun there. Um, how did you get into the arts in general, even before arts and health? Were you always that artsy kid or how did you fall in love with them? I, I, I feel like I must have just come out of the womb with a pencil. Uh, <laughs> actually, back in the day, it was all about those gel that pens. Sounds painful. That's a visual. Yeah. I, think, <laughs> I think like just 
just to say that from a very early age, I have just always gravitated towards art. I couldn't even pinpoint it to an exact age. I just think ever since I could hold something in my hand, I was doing it. And um, fortunately, my parents, my grandma, um, everyone, teachers, everyone just kind of seemed to believe in me and nurture that artistic spirit as um, opposed to dampening it. So I'm very grateful for that because it's ultimately led me to where I am today. And can you share kind of how you were fast forwarding a little, but how you, your journey with getting into arts and healthcare um, and how you came upon Art with a Heart? Similar to you, Catherine, I also did the UNF internship um, mm-hmm. with Art with a Heart. And so that was my um original exposure to arts and health and I absolutely fell in love with it. So I continued on as a volunteer until I was ultimately hired as an artist in residence. And you've been doing that, is it six years now? Um, Mm -hmm. Since 2016. So actually eight years. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do you love it? Is it still like, for me, I, I still get the oh my gosh, I can't believe I get to do this. Or there are always moments where you're like, holy crap, this is real life. Do you still go through that? Yes. There are days where I'm like, I can't believe I'm getting paid for this. (laughs) It's a dream. Yeah. Yeah. What do we, um, I know you brought on, you brought a project for us today. So I want to start that so people can work with us and do it along while we're chatting. Um, Can you tell everybody a little bit about what we're doing today? Well, we're calling it a heart tangle mm-hmm. um, because hearts need art and art is nothing without heart. We're, you know, we're all, we're tangling all the hearts together. Um, <laughs> and it's super, super simple. All you need is paper and a pen uh, or a marker, a pencil, just whatever you have on hand. Um, so this is my example piece. I'll kind of just try to keep it in the frame um, just to have that reference but um, yeah, if we wanna if we wanna get started, um, it's a pretty repetitive movement. So once you just understand the basis of it, you can just kind of turn it into however you want it to look, and it can kind of become um, almost mindless in a way um, to where you can turn off your frontal lobe and overthinking things and just kind of let your your imagination and your pen flow need that today so let's I'm excited yeah so if you just grab your marker or your pen and we'll start with kind of a squiggly line diagonally across the paper and then I kind of like to do squiggle squiggle and then this little point and then squiggle squiggle technical term is Mm -hmm. squiggle (laughs) (laughs) um let's see trying to get this into frame better It's all backwards. There we go. Okay, so then on your line, you just put little dots, um, just kind of spaced out. Like I ended up having five dots. And then we're just keeping it old school back in the day, connecting the dots. And that is pretty much all we're doing. So you just connect the dots that are closest to one another and kind of make these little little shapes out of it and you can do however many lines 
um, the more you do, the more your page will be filled up. So if you kind of want a simple version of this and you don't want the entire page filled up, just do less lines. But if you like the look of the whole thing being covered in marker and, and line work, then just do, um, let's see, this one I did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine lines, but it does not have to be exactly that. And so we're just connecting the dots. Do you recommend not using color right now or could you use colors? I've never done this with color, but mm. you totally could. And I also have a second example of a way in which you could add color um, at the end to kind of have a different spin on it. But I would recommend if you are doing it in color to just use one color for the whole thing, just maybe for your first time. It might just make it easier to figure out. And for the end point where you run out of room, I like to just let my lines run off of the paper. I got so excited about the first one, I forgot that I had all others to do. I was in here yeah. like, it looks like a giant blown up balloon pumpkin thing. And I was like, oh yeah, we have other lines to make. Sorry. <laughs> a little behind. That's, that's perfectly fine because once you just know this initial part, you can kind of just do it at your own pace and, and just fill it in leisurely. It's not about like how fast you get it done. If anything, you, you know, want to take your time and enjoy the process. This is one of those projects that I imagine when you initially show it to someone, they think, oh my gosh, that is so complicated. And then you break it down and it's, it's actually very simple, <laughs> but it's, yes. it's the repetition that creates that really dense um, design to fill up the page. Yeah, that's what I love about it. It looks like something really cool, like, whoa, how do you do that? I could never do that. And then you're like, look, it's just dots and lines. Look, I'm and doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so once you have your initial um, dots and lines across this, then we are just going to do the same thing just from other um, other dot points. And it can be pretty random, just just more squiggly lines coming from the dots. And then we're going to be doing the same exact thing we did with the first one. So we're just, we just have more lines to fill in rather than um, the one across the paper. So we're just creating more lines coming from our dots. And then we'll go in with more dots, just like we did before. And then we'll just do the same thing. Just that simple calming repetition work. I know you You said you feel like you've, you've been drawing since you were born, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, is this a process um, that you do personally when you're art making? Like, do you doodle daily or do you, is it this particular type of project? Um, that you like to do? Because I've, I've seen some of your art. So, and we should show some of Brooke's artwork. Um, yes. Let's see. There we go. Um, so if you're listening, it's Brooke has these pieces that are, it's a map and overlaid on top is um, some imagery that she's created. I'd love to hear how you make that. Are those doodles? Is it, it looks like a print, like a block print. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> would probably make my life a lot easier if it were. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually just pins, uh, my micron wow. pins. So I don't always do um, this exact sort of um, heart tangle type project, but I do enjoy pins and mm -hmm. drawing um, most of all. And I find that it's just the easiest way to get myself to do art is like, all you have to do is take out a pen. That's so simple mm, yes. rather than like, all right, let me get out the paints. Let me find my paint brushes. So let me, you know, there's, there's not as much supplies, which means there's not as much cleanup. It just, it always just sounds a lot more doable in my brain. Mm -hmm. um, for the map project, I do go through and, paint um blue on the water just to make sure that it's um a more solid surface to work with because I actually just get the maps from um AAA for free. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. And then I like to do Florida because um you know try to appeal to people here as like a local artist and then incorporating um sea creatures and plants and marine um organisms that would be found in Florida so that it all ties in together. I think what's great about this also is like you said, you don't have to spend really any money on um, doing this. Everybody I assume, I guess has a pen in their lives <laughs> where you don't have to go spend a bunch of money to go create something that looks really cool. Right. Exactly. If you, if you are going to get, you know, micron pens, they are, they are a little bit higher of a price point, but you know, other pens work just as well, especially if you're not trying to make something that's for sale, you're just trying to do it for the health of it, then, you know, a regular pen is fine. Can you tell everybody um, about Art with a Heart and what y'all do and what you do there? Um a little bit more about the program? Yes, I would love to. Um, Art with a Heart was founded in 2001. So we've actually been around for wow. more than a couple of decades now. Wow. Um, started off very small, but has since grown. Um, and we have a whole team of artists and residents. There's um, about 15 of us, I think. Um, and we have um, interns from UNF still, like Catherine and I did. Um, and when the hospital opens back up, we will have our volunteers back. And our team goes to the hospital um, six days a week. And we work directly with patients at the bedside or in groups, actually both on, a, on any given day, we're doing both. Um, thankfully, uh, post COVID, we are back to having two patients in the playroom at the same time, which is where we have our group sessions. Um, but if they're unable to leave their room, we just bring everything right to them. We like to say that we turn their patient rooms into an interactive art studio, and we're trying to transform the space into a fun, creative safe place rather than a hospital room really try to transcend the hospital walls through art 
Um, in addition to the hospital, we are also at clinic. We are at multiple um, healthcare facilities in Jacksonville, actually, um, primarily Wolfson Children's Hospital, working with children. But we also have team members who go to the Mayo Clinic and St. Vincent's. And we also offer behavioral health group art sessions with both mm. children and adults as well. So we are we are all over the place trying to make ourselves as available as possible <laughs> um, because art is something that we believe should be accessible to all. It's not just people who need therapy. It's not art therapy. It's just art as a coping mechanism in the hospital and as a tool for healing and enhancing well-being. Yeah, and accessible, like for people who aren't quote unquote professional artists, mm -hmm. right? Like, right. Well, like, like when you do a, a project like this with a patient, what, I guess, what is kind of their, what does their reaction tend to be um, when they see what they've created? <laughs> I mean, working with kids, uh, you you can't match their level of enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. They are just so excited. Um, it, it's a range of of reactions, but most commonly, they they're just so excited just to dip a paintbrush into paint and put it on paper. They don't have to be creating something spectacular. It's just the act of doing the act it. act of doing it, right. Some kids will just get caught up in just mixing the colors. And they are just so enthralled with that. Um, having, they either don't have the opportunity to use paint or maybe they use paint at school where there's a lot more rules about not mixing the colors and you have to paint this, you have to paint that. And here it's just like, here you go. I'm here to help you. I'm here to, you know, assist you in your creative process as much as you want. But also there is no agenda. There's no end product that you are trying to make. You're just, you're doing the session in accordance to your wants and needs and just whatever makes you happy is the definition of what makes it su successful. Right. For their own self-expression Right. Yeah. And the freedom in that of not caring really about the outcome or that it's for something or someone or for a grade or to be looked at. Like you're just mm -hmm. doing it just to do it. Yes. And I think if any adults can learn something from kids, it would be just letting go of that. Like, oh, I'm not I'm not good at this. It's not going to turn out well. This looks horrible. Like adults tend to do that so much more than kids. And, yes. and that's something I, I like to learn from them is just this like, Hey, I'm just making something and it's fun and it's cool. And I'm experimenting. And if it doesn't look that great, that's fine. Cause I'm having fun. Like that's, I just love that mentality that kids tend to have. <laughs> what I try to tell patients is most of my stuff ends up hanging on the walls of a garbage can, but <laughs> <laughs> fine by me yeah it's not about where it ends up exactly exactly it's just empowering patients to make to make choices you know in the hospital you don't get to have a lot of say in anything pretty much you don't have a say on who comes in your room 
who does what to you and your body, like you have really um, a diminished sense of control. So mm-hmm. when we are working with patients, they can tell us, no, I don't want you to come in my room and do art with me. And, you know, that's totally fine. And then once, once we do um, make art, if they choose to do so, we don't tend to have um, a set out project like, like this one, unless it's something they're interested in, because we would rather them make the choices and, and rather than be like, here's this project, you need to do it this way. We like to give them as much freedom of choice as possible, give them back that sense of control. Right. What's the last creative thing you did for yourself? For myself, I guess this, well, it was kind of for myself. I really enjoy painting flower pots, um, just like terracotta flower pots. Um, I was intending to sell them. And then I just really love them. And now they're all over my house. And so they're bringing me joy. So, you know, I guess. I guess that's the, that's the most important part. <laughs> I love that. Hmm. Well, we are still doodling away over here. Yeah. I'm sorry. Heart tangling. We're heart tangling. We're heart tangling. Yeah. Um, so you can just keep adding more and more lines. I didn't, I didn't really say that, yeah. but yeah, you can just keep adding more lines and you just keep doing the same thing until your paper fills up pretty much. Can we, sh- sh- do you want to show yours, Catherine, our progress? Sure. Yeah. Let's see what this is what's like. happening. Ooh. <laughs> I like I that they're different sizes. They're kind of, yeah, they're well, they're all over the place. Do you oh, feel wow. like sharing, Richard? Sure. Let's see. Oh. Oh wow, you're yeah, you're almost all filled up too. That's great. Yours look like flowers. Yeah. I want to, I mean, like, probably after this, because no one wants to watch me do that, but I want to, like, add some color in here. I think that would be really cool to see if it can, like, pop with color. Oh, my book. Yeah, so I uh, ended up, on this one I did, I yeah. uh, I left a little bit more blank space, and then I did add a little color. So that's something you could totally do as well. Wow. In any that's way you want to cool. do, but just wanted to show an example and where you can add some color. I mean, it looks three-dimensional. Like mm-hmm. it looks like you would have to wear those little glasses. <laughs> we need some of those. Effect. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> so we'd also like to hear about um, Art with a Heart has a partnership with Mocha Jacksonville. Um, should we take a quick break, Richard? And then we can chat Talk- about that. Yeah. And then we can work on these more and we'll see how far we get during the break. Okay. We'll be right back. Whether you consider yourself a musician or not, music is all around us and it affects our everyday lives. Whether it's background music influencing our shopping habits in a store, organ music adding the vibe to a baseball game, or a playlist convincing us to keep going on that last mile of a run. I'm Mindy Peterson, host of the podcast Enhanced Life with Music, where we take a holistic look at the power of music in our everyday lives through the lens of science and health, sports and entertainment, business and education. You can find me and Enhanced Life with Music at mpetersonmusic.com slash podcast or wherever you get your audio. Unleash the power of music. 
medical professionals are burning out at an alarming rate. Burnout can cause health workers to feel hopeless, trapped, helpless, worthless, depressed, sleepless, and tired. By joining the Hearts Need Art Gratitude Grams program, medical staff receive a personalized email and video from a musician, an artist, or writer once a week that includes a message of thanks, an encouraging song, uplifting poem, or a simple art activity. After watching their gratitude gram, participants report feeling more hopeful, empowered, energized, and appreciated. If you are or know a healthcare worker that would like to receive free gratitude grams, please visit heartsneedart.org. We're back with Brooke McKinney of Art with a Heart. I was, while I was working on this during the, the, break it reminded me of like when you're mowing the lawn and you you know how like you try to put like the lines in there so it looks really cool <laughs> that's what this reminds me of like and how and how satisfying that is when you're done and you look at it and you like yes that's it is one of those oddly satisfying things yes. <laughs> so um yeah if you could tell us about um I feel like that's one of the things that makes your program unique is that you have this partnership with um, the Museum of Contemporary Art Jacksonville, if you could share some about that. Yeah, sure. Um, for the past, going on 12 years now, we've had a partnership with MOCA, um, the local museum. And each year we have a patient art exhibition with different unique theme um, that patients make art to reflect. There's usually a question. Um, this year it is what lifts you up? So each patient um, created hot air balloons containing all the things that lift them up, bring them joy, make them happy, elevates their mood. Um, mm -hmm. So all the, all the artwork falls under this theme, but then they're all very unique and personalized to the patient. Um, and they work one-on-one -on -one with an artist in residence from our team and we are just there to support them, to guide them and to help make their artwork into what bring their visions into life. Mm -hmm. um, and then their art is shown at MOCA this year. It will be on display from September 11th until I think it's going to be up until February this year. But we have an opening um, on September 11th from 2 to 4 p.m. at MOCA. So it is open to the public. If anyone out there wants to join, we might be live streaming it. Um, I'm not 100% sure yet, but I know last year we did when we weren't able to be in person. And that was pretty cool because then more people can join from all over, not just people local to Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. So we can share all that information I'm sure and what is when you approach patients with um the idea of creating a piece of artwork to be displayed in a museum what do you feel like that's feel like intimidating is you. it exciting <laughs> are they <laughs> yeah I feel like I would laugh like if someone came to me like okay we're gonna create a piece that's gonna be hung in a mag in a, in a uh, museum I'd be like oh, okay Sure. I know, right? I'm like, my art hasn't even been in a museum. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, most of the time, they're really excited. We try to feel out the patient to begin with to see like what sure. their level of enthusiasm with art is. 
because if it's a patient who's just kind of like, oh, okay, all right, I guess I'll do it, you know, then that wouldn't be someone who we would like approach with a project that big. Um, but if, if they're already into art, then we just, we just tell them and make it sound really fun and cool. And they're usually just so excited. They're like, what? My art in the museum? And then just getting to paint on canvas as well. It's really right. fun. Usually we're just painting on paper. So canvas feels more official. Feel really yeah. Official, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then it's so cool to when the patients will come to the opening and see their art in person and their families will come and, you know, sometimes nurses or other people from the hospital will come. And so it's, it's amazing to see just how proud they are, how proud their families are. And then it's a way to bring everyone together in the community outside of the hospital walls. Um, and so it's a really special, yeah. it's a really special event. Hmm. What, and uh, that was, I think we have a graphic for that, don't we? Oh, we do. Here we go. Here we go. Oops. <laughs> there you go, September 11th. Yay. Um, yes. And how, where do people go to learn more information or uh, figure out how to get there? Um, our social media would probably be the best place. Um, I post on our social media and I'll always be sure to post as many updates and reminders as possible. Um, so yeah, our social media, our website, but I would say, I would say our Instagram and Facebook have the most daily content to okay. look for. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, Catherine, did you do anything during the break? Brooke, I were mean, you able to do anything during the break? I just added more. I just, just want to see. Yeah. Just Ooh. added more line. Oh, which way do I go? This Wait, way. Hold on. Let me find <laughs> you. Let me here. We'll do that. Nice. That's pretty. So it is, um, I think, satisfying. That's the word. It's a satisfying process. Mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm. I'm noticing, too, that it it could be kind of easy to start to go too fast, maybe. Um, Like, I have to remind myself to slow down. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And just, um, yeah, just go one line at a time. Right. But then in the end, there's so much going on that you aren't going to be able to see your mistakes. Mm-hmm. That's what I also like about it. It's just like the mistakes, quote unquote mistakes, they just get lost into it. You know, it's not right. evident. What is um, a tip, Brooke, that's, I mean, besides heart tangling, which is obviously very easy and fun, do you have... <laughs> um, a tip for someone who isn't artistic and would like to start like what's something that they could do right now besides all of the things we've given them today to do. Hmm. I would probably start with whatever piques your interest. Like if you've ever been like curious about something or slightly interested, maybe just go with that. And um, I mean, there's, Plenty of YouTube videos out there. Art with a Heart has a lot of YouTube videos of art tutorials that we try to cater that kids can do or maybe just less artistically experienced adults could do. Um, and just start with the basics and start with what interests you. Don't do not do something you are not, you're just trying to make yourself do because you feel like you want to do something artistic. Like, you know, do something that makes 
makes you happy. Yeah. And if heart tangling isn't it, try paint and maybe you'll love painting. And if painting isn't it, try something else. There's an endless amount of stuff you could do. Right. I'm going to, I think, so this is my last and I'm going to start putting. Let's put you up there. Oh, Oh, sorry. Awesome. Whoa. Uh, Oh, that turned out great. And I'm going to start adding color because I don't know why, but I feel like it needs color. Oh, that's me. Very large. Let's get there. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Brooke, it uh, has been a pleasure having you here. Yes. It has been a pleasure being here with you guys. I could do this all day. I know. I feel so relaxed now. Like, Great. I want a bigger sheet of paper. And I just like, I was that person who, you know how like people will fill an entire notebook up with like little circles. Like they just start in mm. the corner. And I've always tried to do that. And then I get bored or my circles keep getting bigger because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is never going to end. (laughs) But this was an easy way to kind of fill that need of like repetitive, just Mm -hmm. random stuff, but in a way that actually I can finish. So I feel like I did something. There's a direction to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Can't wait to see your finished product with the color. Well, we'll post it. And if... um, you're doing this at home with us. Make sure you post it and tag us and take Brooke and uh, show us what you're doing. Yeah. Cool. Thanks everyone for listening and watching. Make sure you're subscribing wherever you're doing either of those things. And don't forget to keep creating. We will uh, see you next time. Thanks, Brooke. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Arts for the Health of It, a podcast produced by Hearts Need Art, creative support for patients and caregivers in partnership with the National Organization for Arts and Health. You can help others learn about the healing power of the arts by subscribing, sharing, and reviewing the podcast wherever you listen or watch. The podcast is hosted by Richard Wilmore, co-hosted by Constanza Rader. Our theme song, Songbird, is written and performed by Natalie Lane. Visit heartseedart.org to learn how you can support our mission to create joy with people facing life-altering health challenges. Join us next week to learn more ways you can create arts for the health of it. The views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Heartstein Art, their staff, board members, or other affiliates. All content is created for informational purposes only. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice or to diagnose and treat any health condition. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast.